Hello you. Are you frustrated with where you're at right now? Maybe stunted in your progress or going around in circles? Well, if you are, I want to recommend a place for you to go called Thrive Coaching. Go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. If you're a woman over 40, my Thrive Coaching program will help you get fit, break free from your unhealthy habits, dump diet culture and unleash your inner legend. Included is my Thrive Mind System, Thrive Body System, Accountability and Support, Private Members Group full of like-minded women just like you, live Q&As, check-ins. It's my six-step framework that I will guide you through to get you fit, help you break free from your unhealthy habits, dump diet culture and unleash your inner legend. Go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. That's jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. And if the link still works, I have a space for you. Hi, my name is Jessica Cook and welcome to my podcast. My mission is to empower women over 40 to transform their lives through fitness. I've made this podcast so I can share with you my tips, tools and strategies I use on myself and my clients to get you feeling fit and healthy, feeling great in your clothes with so much energy and positivity back in your life, no matter what your age. Head over to jessicacook.ie and you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to today's podcast episode. First and foremost, thank you for being here. I just love our chats and I'm excited to get stuck into today's podcast episode, which is all about exposing all the reasons why you may not have achieved your fitness and health goals yet. And the reason that I want to do this is because it's coming up to the festive season and there's still plenty of time for you to achieve your goals this year in quarter four. And I want to help you get there. I am feeling completely on top of my game, having been injured. I was out with a back injury. I pulled a muscle in my back while sleeping and um, I had a five week recovery process. I wasn't able to work out. I'm back on the workouts, (coughs) excuse me, a couple of weeks now and I'm feeling really good. And I was sitting and having a cup of coffee in my local coffee shop today and I thought to myself, how best can I serve my clients? How best can I serve my podcast listeners, you guys, today with about seven weeks before the end of year? And I thought, I know, I'm going to write a list of reasons, a list of every possible reason I could think of, of why you haven't achieved your goals. And we're going to help each other in this episode. This isn't about calling out bad behavior or feeling bad that we're not doing something. This is about taking control, taking charge of our fitness and health so that we can finish the year strong. We can finish the year fit and healthy. I want to remind you that you don't have to wait until the new year and do it with all the crazy people that go crazy in New Year's for a couple of weeks and then stop. I want you to achieve every single thing that you want to achieve with your fitness and health right now before Q4 ends and um, no better way to do it than today's episode. So let's get stuck in. I'm going to just list out all the reasons why you might not have achieved your fitness and health goals yet. And if one resonates with you, maybe make a little note and decide what you're going to do about it and the different approach that you're going to take. 
Okay, so I want to list a couple of reasons why you may not be fit yet if you are struggling to become fit. Number one, you're not lifting weights. So you're either in the gym, you're doing cardio, maybe you're doing classes like Zumba or cardio exercises, maybe you're pounding the pavements, maybe you're on the treadmill, on the cross trainer. This is why you haven't become fit. As a woman over 40, lifting weights is the coolest thing ever. It only takes 30 minutes, three times a week, and all we need to do is lift dumbbells. And what that does is that gets us super fit, super strong, really mobile. It's excellent for improving your fitness with day-to-day activities. So think of getting in and out of the car, lifting shopping bags, putting things on a shelf over your head, dropping something on the floor and having to squat down and get it, getting into bed, getting off the couch, all those things. I'm not even talking about going on a hike or a walk. I'm talking about your everyday functional fitness, your movement, your everyday activities. Lifting weights is what makes your quality of life better. Lifting weights is what makes your life easier to go about your day, to go shopping, to lift bags, all that sort of stuff. Lifting weights is important. Also to mention, It improves your bone density, which is going to help with osteoporosis or help prevent you getting osteoporosis. If you have it, it's going to help you manage it. It's also really good for building lean muscle, which means you're going to have a higher metabolism. You're going to be burning more calories at rest than if you didn't lift weights. Really important, really terrific for your mental health. It helps you burn fat at rest. Lifting weights is the way forward. If you're you're a woman over 40 and you're not lifting weights, you're missing out. All lifting weights does to you is help you build lean muscle, helps you become trim. You don't bulk out. You don't get big. Lifting weights. The second thing, you're just not exercising. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy to say, but I used to not call myself out on this stuff. I used to walk around giving out that I was overweight or unfit. And I never used to think to myself, well, Jessica, it's because you're not exercising. I used to just walk around giving out. I had a victim mindset, a negative mindset. I was always giving out to myself about why I wasn't doing, or about me not being fit, about me not being unhealthy. And I hope you and me are buddies now. So I just want to say to you from friend to friend, maybe you're not fit because you're not working out. And maybe this will be the kind of eureka moment where you might go, oh yeah, I'm actually not working out. I never really thought of that. The next reason is that you're not consistent. You're just not consistent with your workouts can be a big reason why we're not fit. And if you're anything like me, you've got your blinkers on, you can't see that it's as simple as that. You're giving out maybe that your workout isn't hard enough or it's too hard or it's too easy or that you are not putting in enough effort or that your weights are too light, your weights are too heavy. Maybe you're just not consistent enough with your workouts. Maybe you haven't been consistent for long enough a time. Often I find with myself and for a lot of us is that we're inconsistent with our workouts. Then we become consistent for like two weeks and then we wonder why we're not super fit. Well, we've only been consistent for two weeks. So a lack of consistency is generally speaking one of the biggest reasons I see people not be fit. That sounds really basic and simple, but often it's the basic and simple things that we are blinkered to. 
I remember going on this like crazy hunt for the best diet that was going to help me lose weight. I was eating too much takeaways. I was eating crap on the couch every night. I was skipping breakfast. I was eating way too much food at nighttime. But no, I didn't want to address any of that. That was far too basic and simple. I wanted to count my macros, find out what the calories were in all my food, because that somehow seemed easier. That's just distraction. That's just distraction. So if you're not fit at the minute, I ask you, are you exercising? Are you consistent with that exercise? And are you lifting weights? Maybe as well, you're not scheduling in your workouts. So maybe you're consistent and you work out and you lift weights. Well, actually, my next point about you not scheduling in your workouts means you're inconsistent and that's why you're not fit. So my next point was maybe you're not scheduling in your workouts to your calendar. So you're trying to wing it. That could be a reason why you're not consistent. You really need to take this seriously if you want to become fit. If becoming fit and healthy is a goal of yours, they need to be on your calendar. Why is it that we are so crazy about scheduling in all our work stuff? We're very serious about it. We never miss our child's um, activities. But when it comes to our workouts, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll fit that in somewhere. It needs to be on your calendar It needs to be a non-negotiable. It needs to be part of your week. Another reason why you mightn't be fit yet is because you're not protecting your me time. You're not protecting your workout time. So you have it on your calendar. You have the days and times, but something comes along and you just go, yeah, yeah, no, cool. I'll do that. No problem. I can move my workout. It was only my workout. It's, it's it's, It's not very important. I can schedule for a couple of hours later. And you, you don't go to your workout. Every single time I reschedule a workout in the past for somebody, I don't do my workout. And I feel resentful towards the person, even though it's not their fault at all. They didn't know you were going to do a workout. And I feel resentful towards life and everybody around me and annoyed and irritated. You don't need to feel annoyed or irritated. You need to put the workouts in your calendar and make them non-negotiables. And if somebody in work says, hey, any chance you could start early on Wednesday and you've your workout planned at that time, they ask, say, oh, I actually have an appointment at that time. What about X or Y time at X or Y day? Or if your family member, your husband said to you, hey, look, I need your help. Okay, well, maybe if your husband needs your help, that's fair enough. But I mean, an easy help, like, hey, are you doing anything this evening? I was hoping to you know, go somewhere for a half an hour. Oh, well, actually, I have a workout scheduled at this time. Any chance we could do it another time? And you know what? If you're out of practice, it sounds really weird and selfish. However, it's not really weird or selfish. The first few times I did it, I was really embarrassed. I felt really bad in myself. However, I stuck with it and I knew deep down there was nothing to feel bad about. And now I'm kind of addicted to it. Now I I say it really easily. And it's, it's just one of those things that you need to do for yourself. Taking care of your health needs to be a non-negotiable in your life if you're going to stick with it. Okay, weight loss. These are all the reasons that I think you may not have lost the weight you want to lose. And remember, it's not too late. You're following diet culture. You're obsessed. 
you're on this obsession, restriction, binging, and you're just continuing to do it. You're doing the same thing over and over again, and you're not changing. So you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, but you're not, you're not willing to try anything new and you're not willing to let go of diet culture because for some reason you think that if you do let, let it go, you won't get any results. However, you're not thinking, thinking clearly. This was me. You're not getting results anyway. I was really scared to give up diet culture, to give up calorie counting, to give up weighing myself because I thought that for some reason I'd go off the rails. I was off the rails. I thought, oh my God, if I stop weighing myself, this is going to be out of control. I was out of control. If it's not working, if you're fluctuating all the time, it's not working. Nothing bad is going to happen if you let it go. You're just scared of change. You're, 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 you're scared. Let it go if it's not working for you. Another reason why you may not have lost the weight yet is that you're overeating. Now, this is a sensitive subject, but many of us overeat and not think that that's the reason that we're overweight. We want to learn more about the perfect salad. We want to distract ourselves with other stuff going on with the food. When I was dieting for all those years, I was just overeating. I was eating too much. I was eating too much food. And it wasn't until I healed my relationship with food was I able to start eating less. So maybe for you, you're overeating. But because you think you're dieting, you don't think that's the problem. And I chat to you about this literally in the podcast episode just gone by. I think it's 140. It is. It's 140. So I won't get into it too much here. But overeating may be one of the reasons why you're overweight. And I'm, and I'm not being funny here. It's really easy for me to call the things out now that I'm out of it. When you're stuck in the middle of it the way I was and I was really struggling for years. I was three stone overweight. If somebody had said to me, Jesus, do you ever think that you're overweight because you're just eating too much food? I would really have appreciated that because at the time, because I was feeling that I was eating less, feeling, because I felt like I was on a diet, because I was obsessing about it and thinking about it so much and eating my lunch, wondering what am I going to have for dinner and what am I going to have for my 4pm snack because I can't get hungry. I've got to eat like hummus and crackers. Because I was kind of in that mindset I never for a second thought, Jesus, just eat a little bit less. Now, I do understand in order to eat less, you need to heal your relationship with food because we may be comfort eating. But one of the reasons that you're overweight is because you may be overeating. And it's a good idea to look at that. Do you feel frustrated with a lack of progress? Do you feel like you've tried everything but aren't getting anywhere? Go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. A few years ago, I was going around in circles too. My clothes were tight, I felt unfit, unhealthy, anxious, and super busy and overwhelmed. I went on a new journey of discovery, a journey that helped me drop 42 pounds, get fit, and break free from my unhealthy habits that were holding me back. This journey set me free from diet culture and transformed my life. That's why I created Thrive Coaching, to help you if you are right now where I used to be. 
Thrive Coaching is a six-step guided process that will help you get fit, break free from your unhealthy habits, dump diet culture, and unleash your inner legend. Go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. That's jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. Now let's get back to the show. Another reason you might be overweight is that you're eating too little at mealtimes and then you're overeating at nighttime. So you're fooling yourself, but you haven't called yourself out on it yet, which is really normal. And I did that all the time. So after a lot of dieting and a lot of calorie counting, I said, that's it. I'm going to eat less. And I really restricted my breakfast and I really restricted my lunch. And I, 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 I've got to be honest, I always am in, this ep, in, in these podcasts, that that hunger feeling felt good. I felt like I was in control. Now that's crazy. That's like a very bad relationship with food. But that restriction that I did in the day made me feel in control and I felt good. However, I would overeat then so much at nighttime. And if it wasn't that night, it was the weekend. It always caught up on me. I would eat like crazy because I was so hungry. So maybe one of the reasons why you're overweight, why you're not hitting your weight loss goal is because you're eating too little at mealtimes and then come the nighttime, you're eating way too much. Or you're eating too little during the week and come weekends, you're going crazy. Now, there's no secret solution to this. You've just got to do the work on yourself. You've got to try and figure out why you're restricting yourself so much, why you're overeating so much, and why your relationship with food is is, is not good. Okay, another reason that you may still be overweight is that you are drinking too much alcohol. Simple, plain and simple, too much wine at weekends, like you're going crazy, or you are eating, you're drinking too much too often, like you're drinking four nights a week, or you're having a glass of wine every night of the week, or maybe you're only eating, drinking twice a week, but you are going mental when you do. Um, Good to look at that. Really good to look at that. Not just for weight loss reasons, for other reasons too. Um, Next reason, you're eating too many takeaways. I remember I used to eat two takeaways every weekend. And then I said to myself, well, I'm only going to have one takeaway. And when I stopped eating takeaways, not from a diet point of view, I don't eat takeaways anymore because I find them unhealthy and I don't like to enjoy my food through takeaways. It's just a personal decision. I don't enjoy takeaways anymore, but I used to eat them the whole time. And it used to be a real stress reliever for me. Maybe that's why I don't like to eat them anymore. It's just bad memories. You know, the delivery guy arriving, nobody talked to me, sit down at the dinner, put something on, numb the brain. I hope there's no ads while I'm eating my Indian takeaway and just forgetting the world for five minutes while I was eating, overeating to get relaxed, to get that deep breath. You know, when you get so stuffed and then you're able to breathe and you just go, ah. That was causing me to be overweight. So back when I had kind of lost the weight about two years ago, but some of my habits were still different. I was still about a stone, half a stone overweight and I was having my takeaway every week. When I got rid of that, the last bit got rid of it for me. And I want to be super clear here that you can, of course, enjoy your takeaways. It's just if you're not enjoying them and you're eating them for the wrong reasons and it's another reason to comfort eat and your clothes are tight, dump them. You won't look back. Um, 
Yeah, and my last point about weight loss is you're just going mental at weekends. Going mental at weekends is unhealthy. It's not that like, oh, well, I've, I've eaten really healthy during the week so I can indulge at the weekends. If you're comfort eating, if you're overeating, to me, that's being unhealthy. And I never copped that before. I never thought for a second when I would, like, there's been so many stages to my health. So back at the stage where I finally got healthy during the week, but I was still at my, well, I can just do whatever I want at the weekend phase. I would have a huge dinner on a Friday night, spaghetti bolognese, loads of garlic bread, and then I would eat what I wanted treat-wise. Now, that's unhealthy to me because that's overeating. That is overeating. That is comfort eating. And comfort eating, if I ever find myself comfort eating, I have a little chat with myself and say, you're comfort eating. What's wrong? So if you're wondering, you know, how many treats I can have at the weekend, what are the rules around the weekend? That is still an unhealthy relationship with food. Enjoying your meals at the weekends and maybe indulging in a dessert or things that you like, you know yourself, take your power back. You know the story, you know when you're being unhealthy for, for comfort eating sake. And then you know when you're indulging and enjoying yourself. And the, the two things are completely different. For me, at the weekends now, I have lots of tasty food, enjoyable treats. And it's done in moderation and it's healthy and I love it. Might be classified as healthy, like as in I have pizza or pasta, whatever I want. I enjoy it, I have desserts. I might have had the same thing three years ago but in a really unhealthy way, eating super fast, eating to escape, eating for comfort eating. So um, you really need to kind of get to know yourself and figure out what works. Okay, we're nearly there. So the reasons why you mightn't be achieving your health and fitness goals yet, why you haven't achieved them yet, this is why you're, you might find it difficult to embed healthy habits. You're not making any me time. So you're not making any time for yourself. You're not making any time for yourself and you're wondering why you're not fit and healthy. You've got to make me time. You've got to get it on the calendar and you've got to have non-negotiable me time or you're not going to get fit and healthy by winging it and putting it last to the bottom of the list. No, you're going to bed way too late. It is virtually impossible to get fit and healthy. How can you show up to your workouts and not eat shite all day if you're absolutely wrecked? And I'm not putting any pressure. I hate those people that tell you, you know, eight hours sleep, eight hours sleep. As women, hormonal fluctuations, changes, the menopause, that's not guaranteed. But rest, getting to bed by 10, 30, 11, reading a few pages of a book, lights out, phone off, whatever comes, comes. But allowing us our space to rest and have that is really, really important. You're not getting any downtime. So you're stressed out, you're anxious. Stress and anxious leads to overeating, eating crap, feeling really bad, staying up too late. It all feeds into itself. So if you're not making any downtime for yourself during the day, 10 minutes with a cup of tea or coffee and a journal, 10 minutes with a good book, 10 minutes sitting on a chair, doing nothing, 10 minutes of thrive time, 
If you're not doing that, you're making life harder on yourself. Your stress and anxiety may go up and everything else gets affected negatively. You have, no, you have no boundaries. That's another reason that you just don't have boundaries. If somebody calls you, you answer the phone. If your friend asks to meet you at a time that doesn't suit, you meet them. If somebody asks you to do something at a time that you'd work out or a thrive time scheduled, you do it. And you don't have boundaries, which, are, which is just so important. You don't take your health seriously. That might be another reason. You're just not taking it seriously. And maybe you haven't realized you're not taking it seriously. And maybe right now you're like, oh my God, I just haven't been taking my health seriously. I haven't been putting it as a priority, but I want it to be a priority. And the last one, no, the second last one, you're being too hard on yourself. So you're taking setbacks and challenges way too seriously. Who cares if you didn't work out for a week? Who cares if you didn't eat healthy for a week? It's okay. What many of us do is we take that so seriously. We, we like put it onto ourselves. Like we're failures. I'm a failure. I didn't work out all week. That must mean something. That must mean I'm a failure. Absolutely not. It just means you didn't work out for a week. It means life got in the way. You're human or you were just particularly demotivated or you had loads of symptoms with the menopause or you were premenstrual. Whatever your reasons, you just didn't work out that week. When you look back over the past year, you're not going to be able to pick out the weeks you didn't work out. And they're not important in the grand scheme of things. Consistency is the ability to get back on track. So stop being so hard on yourself if you have a week where you eat shite or you have a week where you didn't work out or two weeks or a month. It's all about getting back on track. And the last thing, the last reason why you may not have achieved your fitness and health goals yet is because you don't love yourself. You don't love yourself. And when you don't love yourself, you don't make time for yourself. You've no boundaries. You don't take your workout seriously. You don't eat well because you don't love yourself. And that's the most important one of all of the ones I've just spoken about. Loving yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you take, if you don't know if you love yourself or not, then answer this question for me. Do you take the time to take care of yourself? If the answer is yes, the chances are you probably love yourself. There may be a little bit room for growth there, but the chances are you're, you're learning to love yourself again. If you struggle to take care of yourself, if you struggle to make time for yourself, then I put it to you that you may have a self-love issue that there may be a little bit of a lack of self-love there and rather than looking for the solution in calendars and workouts and food then maybe for you it's learning how to love yourself again and if I can leave you with this one tip that's working for me we change our thoughts by first off observing them hearing what we're telling ourselves, challenging them and coming up with a more empowering alternative. If you're very hard on yourself, if you don't love yourself, the very first step to do is observe your thoughts. What are you telling yourself on a daily basis? And it's okay to stay in that phase for a long time, just listening, no pressure. And then when it feels right, start to challenge the thought. 
hang on a second. I am worthy. I am worthy. Hang on a second. I am enough. I do deserve me time. I am going to put myself first. And over time, you'll, you'll start to love yourself. And then putting in meantime and putting in boundaries will become a lot easier. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I have a couple of free resources for you. So the first one is my five steps to unleashing your fitness and calm. You can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash unleash, and that will give you a five steps, my five step framework to getting fit, healthy, and feeling great in your clothes again. My next one is if you feel really disorganized and you're not sure where to start, you just feel overwhelmed with the whole fitness and health thing, you can go to jessicacook.ie toolkit. That's jessicacook.ie toolkit. And there you'll find a really great toolkit that will help you organize and structure your week and put in your action steps, your healthy action steps for the week and month ahead. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for being here. All my love to you. If you wouldn't mind doing me a favor of rating this podcast wherever you are listening to it, I would be forever grateful. Thank you and have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and you must let me know by getting in touch. Don't forget you can head on over to jessicacook.ie where you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey.